This old-time radio program was originally aired live, long before the advent of high fidelity. As a result, you may detect an occasional surface noise or volume drop due to transmission problems so common to old radio. Pardon me, would you have any gray coupons? I want my MTD. Hey, where's the D? Does Barry Manilow know that you raided wardrobe? Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. Oh, no! Are you telling me you built a time machine out of a DeLorean? But it's only authentic if it says members only right here. Hello, welcome to another edition of Living in the 80s. Uh, this is our podcast based on everything 80s, at least everything we can find. So uh, it is a great week for me. Uh, I am usually sitting here doing the podcast with... <laughs> Friends of mine, people I know, uh, people I grew up with, have known for 30 years or more, typically. Uh, but today, I've got a new mate. Uh, this is uh, Marty Wiseman is joining me. He is uh, live. Well, we're recording this, but it's live to us uh, all the way from Australia. And uh, hello, Marty. G'day, Rob. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Yeah, very good down under. Thanks, mate. Good, good, good. Hey, um, so before we get started, uh, I want to talk about, uh, thank everybody for listening. And um, I want to thank uh, those guys at um, Star 107.9, that's Flounder and Company, who broadcast this on their internet radio station every Saturday morning. So we get about a thousand or so listeners on there. And uh, the podcast itself uh, goes out all over the world, mostly in the United States. But uh, today, it is it is really cool. Um, I'll give you a little background here before we get into things too much. So as most of you know, I started the Living in the 80s Facebook group about six months ago, not quite six months ago, and then at the same time started the podcast. And... As time goes on, you tend to branch out a little bit and try to find as many resources as you can and be a, as diverse as you can. And I stumbled across a Facebook group just about oh, a month or so ago, and it's called Living in the 80s. I thought, oh, that's kind of neat. And then I find out they're in Australia. So I joined this group, and I'm following along and seeing the posts and stuff. So it's a lot like our group in the United States except uh, it's more of an Australian point of view. So a lot of the things are the same, but then they're like different bands or they'll have a commercial that's you know more Aussie oriented. And uh, I'll see those kind of things and like, oh, that's kind of neat because you know we just have our own perspective typically here in the United States and this is how we see the world. But seeing it through another lens, through another part of the world is really cool. So Marty, I am happy that you're here today and uh, I have prepped... Marty, I, I said I have all these millions of questions I get to ask you today. <laughs> so um, I always <clears throat> wonder what it would be like if I did not grow up in the United States, but I grew up in another part of the world. Like, what kind of music would I listen to? What kind of movies would I watch? Uh, what kind of activities would I do, you know, it, growing up? Like, what would that be like? 
And it just so happens there's two countries on my bucket list I'd like to visit one day. One is England, one's Australia. And uh, ma mainly because I don't speak any language other than English. <laughs> so yeah. I, I'd be totally lost <laughs> in France or Italy or someplace. So those two, I can at least mostly communicate with people. So, um, sure. so Marty's going to tell us all about the Australian experience of living in the 80s. And um, so I want to get right into the questions here. Okay. Uh, so first of all, <laughs> when did you start the Living in the 80s Facebook group in Australia? Uh, around about March last year, 2019. So okay. coming up to about 18 months ago. And how many people do you have? I, I, I was going to look at this before we got started, but I didn't. How many people are part uh, of the group? Roughly about 1850. Nice. Somewhere around there. So how did you yeah, grow was, your audience? Like how did so many people find out it was about super, it? Super, super slow to start with. Um, and I was getting really despondent about starting the group thinking, oh, should I even bother? And uh, a nice guy from the uh, another group, um, I, I asked, could I sort of advertise my group on his page? Because he had 50,000 or something. It's the ultimate 80s group. Oh, yeah. And uh, a guy called Michael Gialis or something runs it, and he was kind. He he said, oh, I'm not really. We're not really into to advertise in other groups." So I said, "Oh, look, no problem. Thanks very much. I just, you know, I've only got like eight followers. So I thought you might <laughs> throw a dog a bone, so to speak." Yeah, and really. And he said, "Oh, he said, oh, well, look, senior be, being so nice about it, he said, yeah, look, I'll put it up once and once only, and um, yeah, I've got about 500 members. I just kept getting members, you know, 50 a day there for about a month." Nice. And it just, yeah, it just went crazy. And, uh, yeah, and that's with um, pretty strong vetting processes as well. So, nice. yeah, it could easily have double that. Yeah, yours is a lot like mine where there's a few questions they have to answer and agree to before they get started. So Yeah, that's, for sure. Well, yeah, that's no good. politics, no nudity, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Keep it nice and family-oriented. So uh, some of the people on in our page kind of call me a Nazi because – like I will, like I'll, I'll, I will see things on there. Like somebody will post something from like 1995, and I'll delete yeah. it and kindly tell them, "Hey, this is an 80s page." Do you get that? Yeah, yeah, I get that all the time. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Uh, and I, I say, you know, if you want 90s, go to a 90s page. This is 80s, you know, between yes. 1980 and 1989. It's not hard to follow that genre. Um, you know, if you want 90s, go somewhere else. And it's it's in the rules. And they yeah. agree that they have read the rules before they sign up. So I, uh, I just send them a nice little thing and say, this is the rule you've broken. Do it again, you're out. So, <laughs> no, see, guys, I'm not the only one. So, no, no. Like I, I told everybody early on that I want the podcast and the um, site itself to feel like they're stepping back in the 80s. Like, I don't, I don't care if you know you really like this song from 1975 there's other pages to yeah. post it just make this keep this the 80s that's oh, why exactly people like, come yeah well i'm a great fan of um uh what's that that movie john belushi at college um uh, animal house yeah yeah but it was 79 so i didn't post it on the page <laughs> me too it's funny that's one of my all-time yeah. favorites and i i always want to put stuff on there from that and there there are several songs that i i want to 
you know, put videos up and I'm like, ah, no, it's just a little outside and I don't want to be, yep, yep. have everybody oh, pile on me for it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. Nice. Well, I'm yeah. glad I'm not the only one that goes through that. So no, no, no. It, it's, it's standard. I've seen that, um, that guy on that other, that page I just mentioned prior, uh, the, the exact same thing day in, day out, you know, please do not do that. And please do not do, um, you know, the, um, what are they? The the video, the watch parties. Oh yeah, yeah. Yep. You know they put up a video watch party, or they put up some Japanese anime rubbish from night <laughs> between the eighties and nineties. Like, 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 we don't you care. Doing? Stop yeah, it. Who cares? No, I, yeah, who I, watch that crap? <laughs> I, I I I did allow a watch party. Uh, a friend of mine at the beginning of the coronavirus uh, did a thing in his in his home recording studio. And he was doing all '80s cover tunes, and he was allowed people to, um, yeah. you know, send him messages, and he would play them on the spot. So that was kind of cool. But that was the only exception. I don't want some yeah. of this other Japanese anime stuff. Uh, there's other yeah. pages I'm sure that people could go and enjoy that. But you know, for uh, sure, nice. Yeah. And the other thing I was getting bagged for was I uh, one of the rules is don't steal stuff from other pages and mm-hmm. put it on to our page because you get nasty little comments from the other uh, admin guys from the other pages. Saying, yeah. You know, what are you doing with my stuff on your page? And we as administrators have to wear that, you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's one of the other rules they got to abide by, not to steal stuff from other pages and post them, but it still happens. So you just go, well, oh, God, it, Yeah, it's, it's funny because <laughs> I put the stuff on mine. I make it shareable so people can yeah. share it. So I'm thinking if they share it, then they're going to see, you know, my page somewhere else. Yeah, I'm happy to share it, but yeah, but I, yeah, but uh, the other way around. Sometimes they get a bit narky about it. Yeah, <laughs> they, they get they get bad. <laughs> All right, yeah. my next question for you, sir, is why did you start uh, the Living in the '80s page? Yeah, well, I mentioned to you the uh, other day when we were speaking briefly that I had failed spinal surgery back in 2011. And uh, as I'm a young fellow, 45, and um, basically lay in this bed, this is my life now. And I've got two teenage children and, and the wife's my carer. She's She's got to stay at home and care for me. Um, and I'm on a disability pension. So I just basically live in this bed. I get sick to death of watching Netflix, Stan, and all that sort of stuff. You can only oh, yeah. watch it for so much. So just to give me an interest, basically something to do. And I'm very passionate about the 80s. I love it. If I could relive it, I'd, I'd do it all over again forever. Just stay stay there between 80 and 90. It was great. So, so what you're saying is we can start calling you Marty McFly Wiseman, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard that once or twice. Yeah, I, I, I give all my friends nicknames, and I, your new yeah. nickname's gonna be McFly. So, yeah, if you got a spare DeLorean there, I'll grab it. Oh man, as long as I could ride shotgun, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, too easy, we'll too easy. We'll do it. All it was right. a huge decade for me because um, I I turned thirteen uh, six six weeks before the eighties started. nice um, so we're yeah we're just about the same age because i turned 14 in july of 1980 so okay yeah yeah yeah, so we got to live in the best decade ever oh yeah yeah without that it's a great time it's got in a lot of trouble that i never got caught for but (laughs) (laughs) i didn't get caught for most of mine either there's a couple times though 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. So yep. how did you come up with the name Living in the 80s? Um, well, I didn't want it to be just about one thing. I didn't want it to be just about the music or the movies or, or um, as such. wanted it to be that. Plus the fashion, um, just basically the, the, the whole vibe of being there. Uh-huh. But the the hair, the weird hair, the, the fluoro clothing, uh, you know, the guest jeans and uh, what have you, um, the the Frankie goes to Hollywood t-shirts and all that right. sort of thing. Yeah, so just the, the the whole experience rather than just focus on music or movies or what have you. You know, that's why I put a couple of um, TV ads, old TV ads up from the eighties. Mm-hmm. Uh, as well, we had one here for Tab Cola that um, Elle McPherson actually got her start in. Oh, nice! Yeah, when she was eighteen or something. Very, very nice commercial. It's on YouTube. <laughs> I encourage <laughs> you to have a look. <laughs> yes, I will check it that out. I will check it out. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so we got our name. Uh, I was looking around for a for something to call the the page. And originally it was going to be called, I want to go back, which was, which is an Eddie money song. I don't know if Eddie money is popular in Australia at all. I I know. um, Yeah. I know. I knew the one Eddie money song. Um, Just like Ronnie, um, just like Ronnie said, Uh, be my little baby. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's him. That's him. You got it. Take me home tonight. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so nice. he's got another one. I'll, I'll send it to you when we get done. Uh, it, it's uh, cool. it, it's yeah. a good one. It really matches kind of what we're talking about here. But <laughs> right. I settled on living in the 80s because there is a song by a band called Killing Joke. Okay. Called, it's just called 80s. And it's oh, uh, right. and the first the first lyrics of the song, it goes 80s, living in the 80s. I'm like, all right, sold. You got me. That's what. We're ah, <laughs> so, so there you go. And so I got a web page and all that other stuff. Uh, Excellent. So okay. So now we're going to switch over uh, from the page to what it was actually like living growing up in Australia. Now you told us that you turned thirteen <clears throat> just before nineteen eighty started. So you're a yep. teenager throughout the entire eighties. Um, yes. So. Like, what kind of things did you do, like, after school? First of all, before we go there, yeah. we, talk, we talked a little bit last night about yeah. the education system. Now, in, yeah. in the United States, you're in kindergarten mm-hmm. at about five years old, which basically you go for a half day. You learn how to do your letters and colors and shapes and maybe start yeah. getting yeah. into reading towards the end of the year and stuff. And you go to first, second, third grade, all the way up to the 12th grade is when you – finish high school and that's like a, yeah. you're a senior so it's freshman sophomore junior senior it's ninth 10th 11th and 12th grade and then okay. you graduate high school and then you go to college or get a job or whatever but yeah. in um it, in between those grades we had summer breaks which is about three months long so yeah, yeah. so how does it work with you like did you have summer breaks did you have like what were weekends like tell us what you did back in your day. Okay, sure. Yeah, well, uh, I had kindergarten from uh, age four. So uh, just yeah, after I turned four in the November, I went to kindergarten, uh, which is like preschool. 
mm-hmm. um, f- from four until five. And then I started uh, grade one in 72, I think it was. Mm-hmm. And uh, started grade eight, which was high school started in grade eight over here at, at the time. Now it starts, it's in line with the rest of Australia. It starts grade seven now. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, Queensland was the only state that started in grade eight at the time. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I was in grade nine, the second year of high school, uh, when I turned 13. Okay. Um, and, yeah, we do go to grade 12 here as well. High school's eight to 12. Um, the less um, intelligent or <laughs> people like myself, even though I've got a 135 IQ, but I don't never use it. Um, Me too. So I did... <laughs> I did from grade eight to 10, which was called junior certificate at the time. Uh, so you did eight, nine and 10. And then the, the tr- basically anyone that wanted to be a tradesman, um, like a, a chippy, which is a carpenter, okay. uh, a, spa- a sparky, which is an electrician. Okay. <laughs> anyone that wanted to do a trade left after year 10 and went and, and went and did their, their four year apprenticeship. Okay. Um, if you wanted to be a police officer or a professor or a teacher, you'd do 11 and 12 and then go on to uni. Okay. Um, but yeah, uh, a tradesman, I'm a tradesman boat builder. Um, so I, I left uh, straight after year 10 and then went and did a four year apprenticeship from 83 to 87. Okay. Yeah. Um, and it was only the, 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 the academic people that went further in back in that day. But now, um, if you don't go to year 12, you don't get a job anywhere virtually. You, you won't even, they won't even let you flip burgers. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. So, um, so did you have like summers off between grades? Like, was there? No, it's, it's different structure here because um, our summer is opposite to yours. Our summer's November, December. Uh, sorry, December, January, February. Okay. Uh, here, um, what we do, we've got um, four terms, and okay. each are about ten weeks long. They start at the end of January, about the twenty eighth of January. You go back to, for the first term. You do ten weeks, and uh, that takes you up to Easter. And then we have two weeks off at Easter, and then they do another ten weeks and have another two weeks off in June and then another two weeks off in September, October. And then they have their big break uh, at Christmas time over the Christmas holiday, finish a week or two before Christmas and go right through to the end of January. Again, we have six weeks break at Christmas. Okay. So, so um, not what, just one summer break sort of thing. Like, yeah, no Fort Lauderdale <laughs> beach break or anything. <laughs> like so you, you didn't get experience any of the, uh, any getting arrested at spring break or, or anything and trashing uh, hotels break, and no. stuff. <laughs> yeah. I spent five years in jail, but that was a warden. Oh, well, good. At least you're getting paid to be there. That's good. Yeah, my brother, my brother hated me. He said, I spent all my life, uh, older brother, he said, I spent all my life trying to keep you out of jail and you end up being a police, uh, a prison officer. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So, yeah. um, so what kind of things did you do like during your free time when you weren't going to school, yeah. when you had time yeah. off weekends, whatever, tell us what, what did you get into? Yeah. Well, our day at school went from nine till three. Um, so we get home by about three thirty. I was within a uh, push bike riding distance to school, which mm-hmm. is what we all did because we don't get our licenses over here till we're 17. Um, 
and as I said, I, I didn't turn 15 until I finished high school in year 10. So, mm-hmm. you, you, you know, I would have been finishing year 12 before I got my license. So hardly anybody drives to high school over here. Sure. Um, college, yeah, but <clears throat> excuse me. But yeah, after school, we'd always um, push bikes were a big thing because they were only 13, 14, 15. We'd ride over to our friends' places a couple of blocks away and have a swim in their in-ground pool or whatever or hang oh, out fine. down at the hang out down at the corner shops playing pinnies, which is pinballs, okay. um, video games and that. Spent a, had, had a very misspent use on pinballs and video games at the local corner shops. Um, yeah, same here. <laughs> we had arcades that were inside shopping malls. <laughs> so, okay. Same yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They didn't, that, that didn't really take off here until, yeah, probably late 80s when the, the malls had their, had their big... Um, time zone they called over here okay. I don't know whether you have that in America mm-hmm. and yeah but uh, usually just the corner shop had three or four pinball machines and three or four video games oh good and I'd often yeah, raid mum's purse for some money for pinballs and go <laughs> <laughs> have a game and uh, yeah we'd ride over uh, we lived at um, Wynnum North in Queensland and uh, the, the little township's called Wynnum Central which is about four or five k's away from where I live so we'd think nothing just getting on the push bikes and going for a cruise in into the Wynnum Central where the shopping district was okay um do that and then uh in the 80s that we had our very first late night shopping one day a week which was Thursday night late night shopping where the shops would stay open until nine o'clock ordinarily okay. they'd shut at five thirty every day of the week um so that was quite a treat we'd go you know we'd go out and uh, try and pick up girls or whatever at the at the local mall. <laughs> I think that's uh, universal. Thursday night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we do that, or we'd hang out at um, Macca's, which didn't uh, didn't start over here till mid seventies. Mm-hmm. Um, so we didn't even get a McDonald's in my area um, till after nineteen eighty, at least. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so it, so was, was, were places like McDonald's popular or are they still popular there? Yeah, they are. Yeah, very much so. Yeah, okay. McDonald's and, and – do you call it KFC over there or do yeah. you call it Kentucky Fried Chicken? Uh, we called it Kentucky Fried Chicken back when I was a kid. Yeah. Somewhere along the way, I'm guessing late 80s, early 90s, they just started putting KFC on the signs because that's what everyone called it. And it just kind yeah, of stuck. Yeah. So, yeah, we still yeah. talk. Well, I, I worked for the company. I worked over here. Um, I'm jack of all trades. I'm a yeah, tradesman and boat builder, but I've also a Pizza Hut restaurant manager for four years. Okay. Uh, and they fall under the umbrella of Yum Restaurants International, which is yeah. Pizza Hut, Taco Bell, uh, Long John Silver's, mm-hmm. um, KFC, and... Um, is it A&W Root Beer? A&W, yeah, yeah. that's it. Yeah, yep. yeah, so yeah, so I worked there from '98 till 2003 as well as a pizza restaurant manager. So you've lived a lot yeah, of life. A lot of pizza. Oh, <laughs> I, I still eat a lot I of was pizza. A DJ. I was a, I was a resident DJ at one of the local hotels in 1990 to '91 on a, a Friday and Saturday night. So that oh. was great fun. That was great for picking up chicks. Yes. Well, it's funny. <laughs> I I did I DJ also from. Probably oh, yeah. eighty six to about ninety five. 
but it was always, you know, just one-offs here and there. I do wedding receptions, graduation parties, those kind of things. And, um, and so I remember going to gigs, you know, hauling tons of records and cassettes and then CDs. And it's now, I, I will do the occasional, like wedding reception and things like that. Now, once every couple of years or so, I'll have somebody that old friends that'll ask me and I'll do it. And I could just bring, hey. I could just bring my laptop <laughs> and yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it. it that's so all I need. Easier these yeah. days. That's yeah. where you just plug Crazy. into something and you got all this music at, at your disposal and you just rip it. So it's good. So yeah, I could have probably saved my back a lot. I remember it well, hauling in all the uh, milk crates full of records and LPs oh, and singles. And yeah. And sure enough, they always ask for the one thing that you didn't bring. It's like, yep. really? <laughs> who even knows that song? So, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think we're kindred spirits, Marty McFly. So it sounds, it sounds <laughs> like it. I'll have to think of a name for you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure it's a good one. You can call me Biff or something. Um. <laughs> <laughs> make sure there's two coats of wax there we go <laughs> so um so how did how do you see american culture influencing um what went on in australia back in the 80s yeah but outside was... of mcdonald's and pizza hut and that kind of stuff the you know the fast food stuff but but like movies and music and things like that Yep, yep. Um, we had uh, Rambo was huge, of course. Or the Rambo series, the Rocky series. Uh, Get to the chopper, Schwarzenegger was, <laughs> yes. was big. Um, you know, with his uh, commando and, and, you know, all these movies. And uh, Alien, which was, I, I shouldn't mention it because it was released in December 1979 here, but I didn't yes. watch it until eighty. <laughs> I consider I consider that an '80s movie. If it's if it's released mm. that close, I think it's I think we'll, we'll kind yeah, of keep it, it under be, the '80s yeah. umbrella. Like like uh, the song the... Uh, "Video Killed the Radio Star" was released, I think, in December of 1979. Yeah. I call it an '80s song. <laughs> so no yeah, one heard it. It was until the then. first one, first song played on MTV. Yes, it was. Yes, that's classic. <laughs> yeah, well, MTV was completely different to what you guys had over here. We didn't get it until mid 1980s was the first time we had MTV here. Okay. And it was just one guy late at night on a Friday night. Um, I think it was 11 o'clock till about 3 a.m. 11 at night till 3 a.m. Something like that. Wow. And they just just played all the video clips and and that was it. There was there's no MTV now. There was that's all they played was video clips and when when the series finished that was the end of it. There's no MTV playing. I don't know what they play now, but I see all these funny memey memos or whatever you call them. <laughs> memes, M E M E S. I call them memes. <laughs> they may call them something yep. else, but I, okay, I, it that, looks like meme things. to me. Yeah, I, I see those things. I'm that old. I remember when MTV used to play music, so I don't know what's going on with it over there oh, now. Gosh. <laughs> so it's funny. In um, in August, August 1st will be MTV's 39th anniversary. And well, so. So when that happens, I'm going to do a, a podcast just dedicated to MTV. And yeah. I remember way back when, in day one, I was I was a fan. The cable company that we subscribed to was one of the you know initial groups that had it. So 
we're seeing these music videos from all over the place, all over the world. Um, our, it, that was outside of our typical top 40 music that we were used to listening to. So, yeah. so getting all this music from these bands we never heard of a lot of, a lot of uh, new wave stuff that we never heard of yeah. was just awesome. Yeah. And it was 24 hours a day. And yeah. I, me and my friends would sit and just watch it for hours and like do nothing else. Just, watch music no, videos just one sit there and watch it with, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah our minds are just numb from watching music yeah. videos all the time <laughs> well, before, but then probably about the... about 85 86 they started like uh doing like game shows and things that evolved into reality oh, shows okay. today and so now i think they might have a <laughs> countdown show once a week they play music on so they should they should be forced to change their name to pop culture tv or something because it's not music at all <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, pr prior to that, precursor to that over here was a show called Countdown, which was on the, the pub, um, well, the Australian government channel ABC over here is funded by the Australian government. Okay. Um, and it was a half an hour show every Sunday night at six o'clock and everyone rallied around the show, TV and, and sat and watched it. And basically the, the end of the show they counted down that week's top 10 but okay. during the show they actually had the bands live in the studio um, nice playing the music they they most of them were miming but yeah it, it yeah. had they had a live audience and they had the, the band there at least pretending to play the music and um it gave a lot of local bands and local and aussie bands uh, a great uh stepping stone to to get their music out there and oh, uh, cool. yeah, made a lot of bands quite famous over here. And you know, NXS started there. Really? Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, NXS was a pub band. I went and saw them at a pub. Uh, oh, no which, way. Uh, I, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I remember seeing them. And there's a band called The Angels, which was huge over here. They're a rock, rock band. Um, Hoodoo Gurus, I saw it at a pub. Um, Oz Crawl, Australian Crawl. Yes, uh, I was going to ask you about them. Yeah, so, Men at Work. Mm -hmm. yeah. Saw all these guys at a pub for like 10 bucks cover charge to get in. Wow, wow, that is great. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Marty, we're going to take a, a brief break uh, because about the middle of the show, I threw a commercial in here just because yep, no worries. Cause we're allowed to host this thing for free from Anchor. So we're going to do that, and then we're going to be right back and I want to ask you a, a lot of stuff because music's my favorite part. <laughs> so, well, start okay, getting into, no into more of the music <laughs> stuff. So, so uh, I'll be right back with Marty right after this. We're happy little veggie mites, as bright as bright can be. We all enjoy our veggie mites for breakfast, lunch, and tea. Our mommies say we're growing stronger every single week because we love our veggie mites. We all adore our veggie has their way of eating Vegemite, even straight from the jar. But there's one thing we all agree on. We love our Vegemite. Well, welcome back. We are here talking with Marty Wiseman, otherwise known as Marty McFly Wiseman, just because he just <laughs> gained that name from me today. And we are talking about living in Australia in the 80s, and we're just starting to get into the good stuff now. Uh, the music <laughs> is my favorite part. So I wanted to ask you about something. So sure. uh, over here in America, uh, like our exposure to 
exclusively like Australian artists was, I, I think, kind of limited. Like in excess, of course, um, Minute yep. Work. Um, yeah. Let's see. Uh, Air Supply. They're Australian. I couldn't stand okay. them. They drove me nuts. <laughs> but they're, <laughs> to, us, to us, yeah. that's an Australian band. Um, I yeah. also remember a couple bands like Mental As Anything. I yeah. believe they're Australian. And, yes, they are. Yeah. And so that's kind of uh, like Hoodoo Gurus. I know who they are. I had heard a couple of their songs. Uh, you sent mm-hmm. me a video that we're going to close the show out with at the very end. Yeah. Um, yep. So that one, that's a cool tune. You guys will like that. So, uh, so, it's a lot of fun, that video, if you get to see the. I did. I watched the whole thing. It's a great video. In fact, I'm going to I'm going to (laughs) post it tomorrow. I do a hidden gem every week, every day, and I think tomorrow is going to be that video. And I'll I'll prime it up for the uh, for the. uh, Oh, excellent! I will wait it. I will wait till Saturday to do it because that's when I'm releasing the podcast. So we're we're actually recording this uh, Tuesday evening, or it's Wednesday morning in Australia right now. So we're yeah. actually doing it then, but on uh, Saturday. So whenever you see this, right about the same time, I'll put that Hoodoo Gurus video on there for you and let you guys enjoy that. So, ah, good stuff, good stuff. So um, our exposure to Australian music, like I said, is not – I know there's got to be a lot of stuff. So what I wanted to ask you about was Australian Crawl. I had – Never heard of these guys before. On your page, somebody posted a video, and I, of course, like, I never heard of these guys. I'm going to click it. And I hear it. I'm thinking, well, gosh, these guys kind of sound like the outfield or the outfield meets the police or something like that. And and now some of their songs were kind of wimpier, kind of soft. Yeah, some some, of them them weren't bad. So are, are they like a popular band there? Oh, they were huge. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they were really, really huge. Um, a lot of people admitted that they could hardly understand the lead singer's words. Which is, which is what drew me albums. to that, to, to post or to click on that video <laughs> anyway, because somebody said, I can't understand. I'm like, I understand it. <laughs> so they were just weird. But I'm sorry. I keep interrupting. Go ahead. No, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, a lot of people could, could hardly understand James Rain's lead singer. Uh-huh. And uh, he's he's quite the mumbler. Okay. <laughs> and you have to listen really close to try and understand. And when you throw in the Australian accent as well, it's like even I'm going, what the hell is he singing? But it sounded good. <laughs> yeah, I'm Australian <laughs> and, and I nice, don't even know. Yeah, there's a nice tune behind it. But, yeah, they have got some great stuff, Australian crawl. Yeah, some, yeah. some really, really good jams. Um, nice. I encourage everyone to get on and have a look on YouTube. But yeah, really, really good stuff. Yeah, I'll, I'll be sure to I'll be sure to post them. I'll try to post them this week too. I'll try to I'll try. What I'll do is I will set up the rest of the week with Australian bands, and okay. that way we'll kind of lure them in. So by the time they're 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 listening to this podcast, I will have already done all this stuff. <laughs> so guys, that's yeah. why you end up with all these Australian songs all week. So you thank Marty yeah, for well, that. that was- there was, um, yeah, well, we had in excess, as I said, Australian Crawl Men at Work, Midnight Oil. I don't know whether they did anything oh, yeah, over yeah. there. Yeah. 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 They, they, were, course, they weren't huge here, but they were uh, big enough that they had a few songs. 
Uh, beds are burning yeah. was a huge hit. Yeah, here. beds are burning. Yeah, yeah, that was late eighties, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, they, they're very political. Um, mm-hmm. The 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 lead singer actually stood for the Greens part, Greens Party, I think, or Labor, and got okay. into office as as a um, politician for a couple of years. Oh, nice. Uh, here and then, yeah, he's retired and he's gone back to the band. But we're, yeah, we had another band called Ice House, which was really big. Yep. Yep. We're familiar with them. They had a couple big hits here. Yeah, yeah. True color. Uh, yeah. Man of uh, colors. See, and all that crazy, stuff. crazy was a big hit, and Electric Blue yeah, was a big crazy. hit. Crazy. Crazy Electric Blue. Yeah, it's off yeah. the same album. Yep. Um, ACDC, of course. You'd know uh, them. Yeah. I think, I'm pretty, I, I think I've heard of them. <laughs> yeah, they were, <laughs> they're still huge here, I think. So, yeah, they're yeah, ACDC yeah, is they, a monster. Great rock band. Most of the songs sound exactly the same, but who cares? They're great. That's right. <laughs> They're allowed to. <laughs> yeah, well, they, they they were on the soundtrack for Maximum Overdrive, the Stephen yep. King movie. Yep, yeah. they sure were. Um, I, I think and, that's where I first heard Thunderstruck at was in, uh, was that album, if I'm not mistaken. That's, that's a great tune, isn't it? That's, that's, that's my favorite ACDC tune. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. I remember um, it was New Year's Eve. Um, I'm not sure what year, but it was pouring rain. Uh, I pulled a sickie, which was uh, I'm rang up. No, I'm too sick. Can't do my DJ gig tonight. Uh-huh. <laughs> it, was New, it was New Year's Eve. My brother had bought fireworks, which are illegal here. I don't know where he got them from, but anyway. Don't ask, don't tell, right? And, yeah, and we we're on living on five acres with an ex girlfriend at the time, and I. I cranked the master up to eight and, you know, the the other one up to 10 and just played Thunderstruck. And, oh, my uh, goodness. And just dancing around with fire, firecrackers going off in our hands with a beer in the other hand <laughs> at, at midnight with Thunderstruck, you know, just about breaking the windows. <laughs> so, so if you guys wonder what goes on in Australia at night, now you know. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> bonfires, big bonfires. We love bonfires. Yeah. Well, I'm actually out in what's called the Lockyer Valley in Queensland, which is about an hour west of Brisbane, capital of Queensland. Sure. Um, and I'm on, um, what do you guys go by? Acres or hectares? Acres. acres. Yeah. Acres. So I'm on three and a half acres. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. And it's only an hour from the capital city. So that's okay. pretty cool. Um, but yeah, because of my the way my back is, we'll be downsizing in the next year or two for obvious reasons. Yeah, um, yeah. So, but yeah, um, Divinals was another one with a female yeah. lead singer. Yes, you heard of them too. Touch yeah. myself was a huge hit here. Very controversial, right. but huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they actually banned it on a few stations, I believe. Over they were there. Ban- yeah, they're banned it here in a, a few stations. Got lots of MTV play and. And stuff. So yeah. that 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 one song kind of made them. They had a few other smaller hits too, but that was the big hit for them. Yeah, the sev- the early oh, mid seventies to eighties stuff was really good. Okay. Um, Cole Cole Chisel, you heard of them? Uh uh-uh. uh. Jimmy Barnes. Jimmy Barnes, yes, I've heard of him. Uh, okay, I, Jimmy Barnes was lead singer of Cole Chisel before okay. he went on his own. Gotcha. Now, Jimmy Barnes kind of always remind me of a cross between like uh, Bruce Springsteen and John Mellencamp. Kind of yeah, had that. Yeah, that's fair. Kind yeah, of that's fair. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I first he- heard of him when he did a song um, 
with NXS on the Lost Boys soundtrack. Ah, oh, yeah. And uh, oh, I heard that yeah. and I'm like, huh. So I started looking into his music. And I, I don't know why he never had a career here because he sounds uh, he sounds very American, like the yeah, music yeah. does. So. Well, they did a, a duet a good time tonight. I'm not sure what it's called, but yeah, you're gonna have good, good times. Time. Yeah, 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 good times. That's right. Yeah, um, yeah. One thing he went, they went over. Culture Chisel went over. They were they were huge here, and they went to America, mm-hmm. and they were at a, a radio station, and they wouldn't play their records, and they wouldn't give them a, a contract, huh. and so. Uh, Jimmy Barnes is not backwards and coming forwards. He's uh-huh. <laughs> he's a Scottish immigrant, and he basically told them to go f themselves, and then brought out a song that said, "You got uh, you got nothing I want. You got nothing I need." And <laughs> that's the, I have a listen to the song, and he's just sticking it to the to the to US the producers because they wouldn't wouldn't pick up Chisel there, and they said they vowed they'd never go back to America, and they never did. But oh, well, you know, you get that, you know. So you don't make it everywhere. But yeah, he's like, oh, well, you don't want us, you know what? <laughs> watch the I, as Jesus. far as I'm concerned, it's their loss. I've got a, I got a friend Jerry that's a big Jimmy Barnes fan, and uh, mm-hmm. he's, he, we, we've talked before. Like, why in the world did that guy not have a career here? Somebody blew it. So yeah, yeah. Um, that. The other song that I was going to suggest that you play at the end, "Working Class Man" by Jimmy Barnes. Oh yeah, that's that's uh, yeah, I I know that song. That's the one you sent me the other day, and that's yeah, a very it, good song. Great song and huge here, and it, it was it came out the same time as "Chain Reaction," where by Diana, is it Diana Summer over there? Donna Summer. Uh, Donna, the yeah, I think the so. disco the lady. The yeah. The one out of the Supremes, I think. Oh, Diana Ross. Yeah, yeah, Diana okay. Ross. Yeah, yeah. It came out about that same time, and uh, it, it was filmed in front of um, a cane farm, sugar cane farm, where they we they processed the sugar from uh, up in northern Queensland. And before they harvest it, they have to burn it off to get rid mm-hmm. of all the leaves and snakes and everything. So it's like if you can imagine, you know. It's, 300 acres on fire mm-hmm. and this guy's just belting out this song in front of it yeah <laughs> it, it's just an amazing film clip yeah working yeah. class man by jimmy barnes yeah absolutely yeah um so you would have heard of you would have heard of molly meldrum over there wouldn't you he's our mm-mm. guru no well he no. was the guy that hosted he was the guy that hosted countdown um and he would have been equivalent to uh whoever your guy was at that hosted your music show, not MTV. It was the one before it. There was uh, American, American Bandstand. Bandstand, yeah. Dick yeah, Clark. He would have been the. Yeah, that's the guy. Gotcha. So yeah, Molly Meldrum uh, interviewed all the international acts. He had Madonna and he had Springsteen and he had Melon Camps came on to Countdown and sang "I Need a Lover That Won't Drive Me Crazy." Uh, oh yeah, uh, allegedly live. Um, allegedly, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> But he had the Go Go's on, uh, the Bangles. You know, they they were huge here too. Go Go's, Bangles, uh, Banana Rama, even more so. Um, sure. The Cure, I love the Cure. Love oh their yeah, stuff. love the Cure. Yeah, I just can't get enough. Um, what else? Uh, 
Yeah, I like Springsteen, not as much as probably Mellencamp. I like Mellencamp. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I like Mellencamp better than Springsteen too. I, mean, I like Springsteen, yeah, I too, but yeah. Mellencamp's yeah. music always just spoke to me. Yeah, yeah. And liked all the hair bands. Had um, Bon Jovi, yeah. um, Slippery When Wet. That was one uh-huh. of the first cassettes I bought. Yep. Um, had White Snake. I can't. Th- I think it was just self-titled. It just had W. Right. On With uh, Still of the Night. Here I Go Again. That kind of stuff. Yep. 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 That's the one. And uh, Van Halen, of course, was great. Loved of course. Van Halen with <laughs> both lead singers. Yep. Uh, Journey was one band that never took off here. They never tried. Really? Um, believe it or not. Yeah. yeah I don't even think um, their greatest their greatest hits that, that don't stop leaving. And I, I don't even think it charted here. Oh. <laughs> Bizarre. I've only just found them in the last year, year and a half. Really? I stumbled across them. Yeah, only stumbled across them. Never heard of them. Wow. Yeah, they not. are. Journey is in the 80s. There was, I would say, probably, and, you know, it, it's, you know, this is a, probably a matter of conversation with, you know, people that pay more attention than I do. But back mm. in the 80s, in the United States, Journey was one of the very top, top bands, like Journey yeah. and Van Halen. Um, yeah. ACDC was always real popular, but but Journey was one of those bands that just you know the guys liked them, the girls liked them. They just sung yeah. about you know you know just life experiences and and Steve Perry's voice is absolutely my favorite singer it's of all amazing, time. Amazing, isn't it? Oh, what do you think of the new guy? Um, he's okay. Um, I oh, like him. Right. Yeah. yeah. So here, here's the deal. I've seen Journey live three times, and all three okay. times they're with Arnel P- Pineda. And yeah. I like them, but but growing up as a Journey fan and never getting to see them live, you know, in their yeah. you know back in the with 80s, Perry. back in their yeah, prime, yeah. yeah. Um, it, it's sort of like a, a bit of a letdown, like, oh, okay, yeah, here's that guy. Here's that other guy. Yeah, they, covers band. Do you think he's so like he's he's more like trying to mimic Perry? I don't think so. Um, my opinion uh, is because is they found him actually on YouTube. Uh, yeah, in Philippines. Yeah, yeah, doing like Journey cover tunes, and they like, wow, this guy, his range fits Steve yeah. Perry's. And since there's so much internal fighting with the band, like they had to yeah. find a guy, so they found him. Yeah. And he yeah. does good, but I felt like watching him live, like I was watching a Journey cover band. And yeah, yeah, and, and because right. he's so much younger, um, my wife was with me one of the times I saw him. And you've got the whole band there. You know, these guys are in their 60s now, probably approaching 70. So they're out there playing yeah. instruments. They still sound amazing, just amazing yeah. musicians. And then he yeah. is running around, bouncing all over the place. He says it's like a bunch of, uh, old Labrador retrievers there with a Chihuahua bouncing around, <laughs> and that's kind of what it was say, like. Yeah. 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 Well, I was going to say the Energizer Bunny. I don't know whether that was a, a yes an ad it, over there. Yes, keeps going and going and yeah, go- yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, but that, cause that, I remember his first concert with him and they go, what the hell are you doing, man? You've know? <laughs> <laughs> got a 20-week 
20 gig a year and you're bouncing around like you're on cake or something. Yes. So <laughs> one, of, one of the cool images, and, and this is why I respect him, um, Journey was inducted in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, uh, I yes. want to guess two or three years ago. And backstage, yeah. uh, I guess Arnell Pineda went to Steve Perry. He's like, everything I have, I owe to you. And yeah. then he, he yeah. like kissed his hand. Like yeah, out of just solemn respect. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. And, Have you uh, seen the? He's, uh, he's, I've seen the, the the don't stop believing every man's journey. The, how about how they found him? Have you seen? Oh that yeah, yeah, yeah. I was. Gonna, that's exactly what I was going to ask you if you'd caught that. Yeah, he's yes, very humble. Yeah. Seems like a nice and, guy. Uh, he, and because he came from a, a place where he had six siblings living in a, uh, basically an ensuite size. Mm-hmm. apartment or not even apartment, it was a dog box you know yeah no heat, no nothing and he set up a foundation for all these homeless kids over there that he just pours millions of, of his dollars into out of the yeah. of his heart you know he's just a wonderful man yeah i i, I got a ton he, of respect for him he does a great he, job but yeah. just i want to see him with steve perry one time just once <laughs> and then i and then i then i'll be okay but uh, uh, <laughs> Steve Perry just had, after several years off, did you catch any of his solo stuff? He just did a solo album about a year ago. I, yeah, I look, I, I listened to it, but uh-huh. it didn't didn't float my boat. Um, yeah. If that's an I, expression over there, I don't know. Yeah, uh, it is, it is it, an expression over here. <laughs> yeah, it didn't do anything for me. He, he, he brought out a single, a, one solo single when he was still sick, he said, and that, that, charted all right i can't remember what it was now uh-huh. but yeah that that one that he brought out about a year ago did nothing for me to be okay. quite honest see yeah. i guess for me since i'm such a big fan of his just the fact that he's singing again made me happy so i enjoyed yeah, the yeah. album it's like yeah. just like you know journey needs steve perry and steve perry needs journey <laughs> so yeah. if if they could yeah. just make that happen we'd be in great shape so yeah, yeah. it's like it's like uh, now with uh in excess and they had um JD Fortune. Was it JD Fortune? Yeah, I saw yeah. them uh, at at one of our football grand finals in two thousand and six with JD Fortune fronting, mm-hmm. and yeah, it was just nothing. And I, I bought that album to see what it was like. Oh was, yeah, I did too. Apart, <laughs> apart from yeah, apart from pretty Vegas, you might as well have thrown it away. That's that's opinion. exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> you are dead on. It's funny because I, I listened to Pretty Vegas just the other day. I was going through, I don't remember why, and I just, th- that song in my iTunes, it just caught my, I'm like, oh, I've heard that in a while. And I played that, I'm like, that still sounds good. I couldn't tell you anything else on that album because I didn't care about it because it was nah. bad. But yeah, I, yeah. They, they they did a a song or an album a few years ago where they had different people, like Jimmy Barnes was one of them. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Tim Ferriss did um, um, Don't Change, I think. So they had like a lot of people covering. You know, it was the yeah. NXS band with different vocalists, which I go back and listen to that still today. Cause it's yeah, yeah, that's it's cool. On there. But man, yeah. any attempt they had after Michael Hutchins is just... Nah, yeah, forget about it. It was just never the same. Yeah, and, and they, they were one of my very favorite 80s bands. Like I still, like Shabu Shuba is one of my top mm. five albums of my life. <laughs> so yeah, I, yeah, I love amazing. that one. And there's so yeah. so much of their stuff that I just, I could turn on at any point and just listen to NXS and, and just. Yeah. It's so weird. So many band changes. You got 
ACDC, well, the, the second original sting of Bon Scott, and then they went to Malcolm, uh, Malcolm Young, what was it? Yes. And now um, he, he had to retire with illness, and now they've mm-hmm. got um, the ex-Guns and Roses. Axel, Axel Rose. Rose. Mm-hmm. Fronting them, I haven't actually heard heard him live with Axel Rose. I don't know what he's like with them. Uh, I've, and I've seen a couple that. videos, and it's like, yeah, it, again, it sounds like a ACDC covers cover band. band. <laughs> cover yeah. band, yeah, yeah. Yep. And what do you think of Tim Finn uh, joining uh, Fleetwood uh, Mac? Yeah, leaving Lindsay. Yeah, t- trying that, to take over from Lindsay Buckingham's spot. That <laughs> is, uh, that's a little different for me. Um, like, as because that band has always fought internally and always yeah <laughs> and and the fact that they finally kicked Lindsay out after years of threatening to was surprising but if i'm yeah. thinking of all the people to fill that spot tim finn is not somebody i would have thought of now you know i remember tim finn from split ends and crowded house and i've always liked yeah. his stuff but i would never have put him with them but what i've no. heard is not bad at all yeah he sounds all right <coughs> yeah He's got that same vocal range that Lindsay does. So, again, yeah. good musicians, uh, I think, can, can pretty much adapt their style to, to just about anything. And, and he, I think he's done a good job at that. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's just a shame that, you know, like, you can't have a fairy tale where they, they stayed together till the end. You know, well, they've been yeah. together 50 years. Yeah. Fleetwood Mac. Yep. It's just in, that's just insane longevity, isn't it? It's it is. Crazy. Well, it's funny because, like, <laughs> if you look at their history at all, like all of the internal fighting and and Christine and John McBee were married, then they were divorced, and everybody was sleeping with everybody, and all this yeah, other stuff. Yeah, well, but they managed yeah. to put out great music still. Like they put that well, behind them when it came. Rumors was yeah, rumors was basically all about yeah. <laughs> everyone sleeping with everyone <laughs> and everyone betraying everyone. There was a brilliant, brilliant album came out. All that chaos. And let's sell millions of copies of it. Yeah. <laughs> so amidst all this chaos, they found a way to make great music, which is, which is really, mm. to me, was was very very unusual. But it when when that album was out, I remember them winning Grammys for that album. But I was yeah. just a, a a kid then, so it was yeah, like yeah. years after that that I realized, you know, what that album meant and what it was about and how they made it and and it just kind of very eye-opening to the whole situation they had there so yeah yeah some of the other bands here that were popular was howard jones yeah howard jones he's big here yeah 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 um who else there's uh, uh, quite a few australian bands called the models i don't know the models i I think they had a minor hit here i i I do remember that but um (laughs) not much else a lot of their, their early stuff's really good. And uh, Euro Gliders is another good one. It's like a, a summary. Yeah, they're just, uh, how do you describe it? A bit like the Go-Go's when they started with the vacation song. It's okay, sort of, yeah. That sort of beat, but called Euro Gliders, yeah. I, I have heard of them, but I, I, I don't believe I've ever heard a song by them. So I'll have to check that out. Yeah. yeah Writing down, good. making notes here, so. <laughs> okay yeah so, heaven so, heaven's one of their songs okay Eurogliders is heaven yeah okay so uh, i have a question for you so here's a band that was pretty big here mostly in the late 70s but had some success in the 80s and during our mm-hmm. yacht rock episode a couple of weeks ago we were talking about little river band yeah so yep. were, were they 
popular there? They were I know they're from yeah. there. Yeah, they were. They were very, very popular with Glenn Sherrick uh, yeah. at the lead. Mm-hmm. And then he left uh, early 80s for a while. And John Farnham, have you heard of him over there? Yeah. John Farnham? Yeah, uh-huh. John Farnham fronted Little River Band only for a year or 18 months and brought out uh, Playing to Win, which was a huge hit over here. Okay. Um, but, yeah, reminiscing and all that sort of thing. And um, Monsoon was a good album mm-hmm. uh, from Little River Band during the 80s. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, they, they, they were big over here. Yeah, sure. So what about some international bands like the Rolling Stones, U2, yeah. The Police? Yeah, oh, yeah, I love U2. Yeah, I like The Police. Um, the girls love Duran Duran for obvious of reasons. Of course, yes. Um, Eurythmics got a following here Mm -hmm. Um, Cindy Lauper Madonna yeah Madonna Madonna. Michael Jackson probably oh yeah yeah big very very big yeah Michael Jackson um, I don't know throw some more at me Prince yeah to a lesser degree but yeah there's some, some staunch Prince followers to yeah. this day, they'll say he's better than Jackson and rah rah. But, <laughs> that was always the know, debate uh, here. I was I was yeah. always more in the Prince camp because mm-hmm. he seen uh, Michael Jackson seemed to me like, um, uh, if if he let his hair down, he would sound like Prince. If he would just allow okay. himself to be a little more funky. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you yeah, know, he just had that one one type, and that's what he stayed in, basically, yeah. wasn't it? Yep. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah, year two, year two, um, uh, rattle and hum, and um, I can't think of the other one. But, but, Joshua yeah, Tree. Uh, Joshua Tree, yeah, yep. of course. We're, we're very, very big here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Violent Femmes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know them? Yep. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Violent Blister Femmes, in the sun. Madness. Madness, yeah, yep. blister in the sun. Madness, yeah, Mad- Madness had a couple hits here, but they got a lot yeah. of play on MTV. Like One okay. Step Beyond yeah. was one of the first videos played on MTV, which is yeah, I still love that song to this day. The video cracks um, me up. The saxophone and the yeah the the scar dancing yeah we yeah. sort of got into that yeah that was yeah. that was a lot of fun yeah because <laughs> I couldn't dance any other way so that no was they couldn't so let's <laughs> we're just a bunch of white kids from England we're just gonna do this little ska dance here and you know just hope, hope the camera's kind to us <laughs> makes us look better yeah. than we are <laughs> yeah v52s with rock yeah. lobster private idaho you know yep. planet claire yep. yeah they, they, they were good here they weren't huge here but they did have a following that was that was kind of the way they were here uh, a lot of the college radio stations would play them um mm. love shack came out and they became huge um, yeah, but yeah. that's after years of trying, like Private Idaho, yeah. Rock Lobster, and some of those other songs yeah. were, were you know, uh, minor hits. They'd get on MTV some, but not mainstream like Love Shack and everything after that was. Yeah. So, and then yeah. you'd have this, the, the the one hit wonders here with uh, Flock of Seagulls with Iran. Uh huh. Yep. Uh, um, Dexy's Midnight Runners. Come on, Eileen. Yep. Uh, Else, yeah, there's so many one hit bloody wonders on the Fiegel Shark. He had a couple. Oh, yeah. Now, <laughs> see, I know who he is. 
he never had a hit here. He was vehicle sharky. No, uh-huh. never. Okay, because yeah, because it was funny because his first video was like it looked like it was made for two dollars, uh-huh. and then <laughs> the next the next video he's got bloody band ever. He's got twenty people on stage with the white suits and the white <laughs> pianos and. I'm thinking, holy shit, you just spent all the money you made on your first song. <laughs> there you go. Now you're broke again. <laughs> yeah, now you're back to square one. Yeah. That's funny. Um, yeah. What about, like, uh, uh, I'm trying to think other bands that were, uh, R.E.M., were they very popular there at all? They were. Then, okay. Yeah, they're not, not, I'm not a fan. I'm not, not a huge fan of R.E.M. Mm-hmm. Uh, losing my religion is okay, but. Yeah, just no. Nah, music to slash your wrist by. Yeah, <laughs> I say. well, it's funny because I I liked like when they first came out, like they had a, a much more raw, less polished sound, and I I'm a big fan of their early work. Uh, probably about yeah. uh, mid the late '80s, they started becoming very commercial and radio friendly, and I just yeah. I didn't like them quite as much as I did very early on so that was uh you know they they disappointed me after they they started off you know so so strong and i just every album would come out i would get it pretty quickly after it came out uh after the first couple and then they kind of hit a wall to me so they peaked and died (laughs) so yeah so they were we had the new wave was big in the the mid 80s new wave Mm -hmm. like i said that the models were australian band and uh, what do you have? New Order, mm-hmm. you know, yep. Blue Monday. Oh, that that uh, was a, that was a pretty big hit here. In fact, that that song now is is still uh, like if you're listening to uh, some of the '80s stations and things around here, that song's played now more than it was in the '80s. So, uh, <laughs> so. <laughs> um, psychedelic furs. I don't yeah. know. They're, yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. They were yeah, big here. Exactly. Pretty in Pink was a huge so. hit. Uh, Love yeah. My Way, Heartbreak Beat, those were those were all pretty pretty good size hits here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Modern English. Yep. Melt With You was a big hit here. Um, yeah. They had a couple other ones that were smaller hits, but Melt With You was the big one for them here. Yeah, Melt With You, yeah. yeah. And um, that was off uh, Valley Girl soundtrack, I think. Yes, yeah, which is, I think, how they got exposed here was through that movie, so... Yeah, that is one of the best soundtracks ever. It's great. Yeah, love Valley Girl soundtrack. So the soundtrack <laughs> to that and the soundtrack to Last American Virgin. Yeah, uh, yeah, great I, I soundtrack. That, ending. that, that, that ending's ending, terrible, that, but it's real. That chick, that chick needs knocking out. <laughs> yes, she does. It's like what in the world? Was, what are you thinking? <laughs> yes, yes. So if you guys haven't checked out Last American Virgin, do. Be prepared to, at the end, want to smack a girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she yeah. so deserves it. <laughs> yes, yes. So I imagine that uh, yeah. that after that, they probably end up breaking up again and getting back together again and all that other teenage drama yeah. that goes along with that. But, but yeah, Jeez. great movie. Awesome soundtrack. So yeah, terrific. I'll tell you what, here's a, here's a band that I – and again, they're up there with NXS and the police and U2 and all these bands for me. They were huge here in America, did mm. not get any traction. I know at least in England, but 
the cars. Are you familiar with I them at the, all? I love the cars, yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, tonight she comes, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, quite a few of the cars, um, cars, tracks that I like, yeah, for sure. Okay. So were, were yeah. they popular in Australia at all, or just because you're a music guy, you you know who they are? No, they were. Yeah, they were. Okay. They charted top. They charted in the top ten here with with quite a few of their songs. Okay. Some of the ones that I, I've been speaking to um, an American guy from my page about that I've never heard of was mm-hmm. Lita Ford. She did oh, nothing yeah. here. Yeah. She did nothing here. Rat. Never Rat. Heard yeah. Of him. It's yeah, funny that you say that. So Rat <laughs> Rat is actually on an insurance commercial right now for a company oh, okay. called Geico. And Geico, oh. by the way, has a little gecko as their mascot, and he speaks with an Australian accent. It's kind of funny. But anyhow, this uh, Round and Round, the song by Rat, uh, is yeah. now, because of this commercial, is now back in the top 20 in the United States <laughs> songs after being gone for 35 years. <laughs> so unbelievable yeah. yeah that is funny so have you ever heard of the runaways the runaways which started with Lita ford and john jett yeah exactly yeah. so i was gonna say if you yeah. like Lita ford you probably like the runaways but they were pretty, yeah they were oh, never really big the until after they broke up no no that's right yeah well i knew of the runaways and uh i, I watched the the telly movie uh-huh. of how they were formed oh yeah things good and and then, um, yeah, then, then American people started putting hot pitches of Lita Ford on the page. And I'm going, what the? <laughs> oh, she kept going after the runaways, did she? Okay. Yeah. And why is she doing <laughs> sync with Ozzy Osbourne? I yeah, don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they did nothing here. So it's, it's funny how um, some bands go to the UK, some go to Australia, some try Sweden, some try... Yeah, it's funny how all different bands go to different parts of the world and and sometimes they, they hit it, sometimes they don't. It's yeah. just bizarre. Which always surprised me, which is one of the reasons why a band like Australian Crawl appeals to me because mm. here I've never heard of them. Like over here, they never had a song that fell into my radar at all. But through your yeah. page, I'm going... It's kind of like, and like you say, like what what is it that makes some bands hit and others not? Because I know, yeah. going back to the Cars, like they had kind of a rock slash new wave sound that to me sounds mm-hmm. like a universal sound that anybody would hear. But um, I'm doing a a uh, a podcast in July. It'll be the 35th anniversary of Live Aid, and I've got a a, a Live Aid fan book that was definitely written by a Brit. And they mentioned the Cars in Philadelphia as one of the bands that played. They called them a heavy metal band. I'm like, huh? what? <laughs> They're about as far away as from heavy metal as Little River Band is. <laughs> so yeah, I'm yeah, just wondering, yeah, like, and, and so why didn't they hit over there? And I'm sure there's other bands that you know, were big in Australia or England or New Zealand or you know Germany or wherever that I would hear and just enjoy which i do stumble across sometimes and i wonder yeah, how yeah. how in the heck did did they not become more popular and then some people yeah. are popular worldwide and you're thinking i can't Why? even stand listening to them <laughs> oh, exactly crazy oh, that tony that did you know that uh that tony basil mickey uh, song? i hate that yeah. song <laughs> so do i but they, they actually ripped she ripped that off um oh god was it 
Some girls will. Some Racy, Racy, the band. I, I don't know that one. You don't know the band Racy? Uh-uh. Okay. Uh, I think they're uh, English band. Okay. They had a couple of hits here called Some Girls Will. And okay. they had another hit called Boy Oh Boy. Uh-huh. But that Oh Mickey, I think it was called, uh, I can't think of it. Uh, might have, it might have been Oh Mini or something now, but it, they, they, she ripped that song off racy. No kidding. I, I wrote it down. Yeah. I'm going to have to check that one out. So, yeah, wow. yeah. Well, That's check out funny. Racy, and and it's got hey, hey. Instead of hey, Mickey, it's hey, something else. Say hey, Mick. Yeah, hey, Minnie or something. But, wow. Yeah. That's and yeah. <laughs> Do you know she? Well, you're old enough to know. Um, she was in Easy Rider, Tony Basil, back I, in 1969, and got a yes, year off with uh, Peter Fonda <laughs> and Jack Nicholson. Yes, it's yeah. funny because I had heard that like just a few years ago, mm. not that long ago. And so I went yeah. back and watched it. There she is. So Yeah, take an acid in the cemetery and take gets a gear off and dance, <laughs> dancing around. Yes. It's like, huh. <laughs> like, okay. You can see some of the Mickey moves coming through there. She did the video. So, <laughs> mm. What about Mondo Rock? Have you heard of them? No. Okay. Nope. Yeah, have a look at them too. Mondo Rock. Okay. Yeah, he actually fronted an, an early 70s band um, called Daddy Cool over okay. here. Okay. Uh, who, had a hit, who had a hit called Doing the Eagle Rock. I don't huh. know whether that rings any bells. Not but, yeah, at he all. Started, he started another band called Monday Rock, and they were pretty successful. Um, probably as successful as Little River Band in the 80s. Okay. Right. Oh, yeah. Hey, you know, I've got one for you. Here's an Australian guy that has no Australian accent at all. He's a huge star here in the United States. Yeah. And he's from Australia. Rick Springfield. Okay, yeah. Was he was he big in Australia at all? Yeah, yeah, huge. Okay. Yeah, for sure. That, that is I I was always I always wondered if he was, because he's a big soap opera star here. And then Oh, with, is he is he a soap opera? Man. Oh yeah, well he was on a soap called General Hospital. Yeah, um, yeah, and I, I've heard and, of it. And that's yeah. how he ended up getting a record contract was because he tried music and couldn't make it. Gets on yeah. the soap and suddenly he becomes popular. They make makes an album. Jesse's Girl came out. He was overnight yeah. huge, and then all the stuff after that. He probably had a good four or five year run where everything he touched was, was became a hit. Yeah, well he had that, and he had Freeze Frame. Uh, freeze that frame, him, wasn't it? No, that's freeze Jay Giles' frame? band. Oh shit! It is too. Oh, sorry. That's yeah, okay. Too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, they they had that. I, I think we can still keep our G rating. We're okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that were good here too. Freeze frame and um, Angel is a centerfold. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, there was a lot of a lot of similarities, but a lot of differences too. You know? Oh yeah. 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 Nice. And it and it made it. Uh, so much easier to follow uh, the the Aussie bands because, like I said, you could get in at a uh, a nightclub and uh-huh. watch them live that held maybe three hundred people for ten bucks. Nice. And you and you're seeing bands like NXS and Hoodoo Gurus and Wow. And <laughs> when it, now I know why you want off. a DeLorean because you want to go back and see those bands again for ten bucks, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. great. 
That's mm. good. Uh, well, I was just, and you, you, you say, close, you know, they, they, you know, they throw their hair back. They're getting their sweat on you. That's how close you are for 10 wow. minutes. Wow. So that's, that's crazy. Just, just amazing. Yeah. That's crazy. And the girls would go crazy and rip, rip Michael's jeans and whatever. And, you I, know, I, I yeah. could see that. <laughs> I could certainly yeah, see yeah. that. Yeah. He had uh, yeah. quite the, quite the female following. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, he was very much a ladies' man. Very much yeah. a ladies' man. <laughs> so much so that it killed him. So, yeah, <laughs> poor guy. Yeah, well, poor yeah, guy. That's, yeah, that, yeah, that's dreadful. still, that's, that's so tragic and sad. You know, it's, yeah. what what more could they have done had he, you know, stuck around? So, ah, uh, yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. Gotcha. Went too young, but oh, well, you roll the dice. That's what happens. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. So well, um, the, um, the sorry, the original lead singer of um, ACDC. Do you know how he perished? Um, was it a drug overdose? Bon, bon Scott. Yeah. Uh, he uh, he had a big night on the grog, and uh-huh. uh, his mates uh, they couldn't wake him up, so they let him sleep it off in the car. And anyway, overnight he vomited in his mouth and choked on his own vomit in the car. Oh gosh, it's which but is very similar. I think that's how. Jimi Hendrix died, maybe. Yeah, I think something like yeah, very that. Similar. Yeah, yeah, but that's a very... real rock and roll way to go out, isn't it? Uh, like... Yeah, it is. Yeah, let's live to twenty-seven and just crash and burn hard, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, gosh, yeah. gosh, yep. that's awful. Mm. So, um, is any anything else? We're as we wrap the show up here. Anything else? Any other wisdom to impart, or any questions you have for me about uh, things over here, or anything? Um. Not really. It was the surfing. Um, surfing was still kind of big in the early eighties here. But it was sort of kind of winding down towards the end. You know, it started in the sixties, which I guess was from the Beach Boys era over there. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and we we had um, General Motors Holden, which is your GM, mm-hmm. um, made made these vans over here, panel vans they're called. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, fully enclosed and they were called Sandman and they had all, all, all the surfy dudes had those with the roof racks on top and you put the boards on top Yeah, and they, they, they'd cut a mattress to fit in the back for whatever purposes uh-huh. um, to sleep <laughs> to sleep or to sleep yeah or, to sleep yeah, to sleep after yeah that's what they're the for <laughs> yeah and uh, yeah, that that was the culture. You you know, you'd go to the beach and you'd see about ten of these things, all with the surfboards on the roof or or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was lucky enough as a as a kid. Um, Dad had five kids, and he was self employed electrician. But he he got a block of land. He was a sparky. Sunshine. Yeah, he, he was. I remember. I, I learned that today. That's it. Got a block of land uh, at the Sunshine Coast, which is the Gold Coast's poorer cousin, but it's uh, it's an hour north of Brisbane as opposed to the Gold Coast, where Surface Paradise is, which is an hour south. Okay. Um, so and it was cheap land, and he ended up getting the, the block of land for the rates that was owing on it back in the fifties. Mm-hmm. I think it was fifty pound back then, before we went to dollars and cents, and built a built built just an, a beach house there and so it was about four k's from uh coolum beach which was half an hour south of noosa you mm-hmm. probably may have heard of noosa it's it's one of the biggest beaches at sunshine coast anyway mm-hmm. and uh yeah we we're privileged enough we'd go up there for our holidays in the 80s um mm-hmm. early 80s and 
it was the best time of your life, you know, because you'd ride, you'd ride your push bikes around. It was still dirt roads in those days, old yep. gravel roads, no bitumen. It still had the outhouse out the back. There was no um, sewerage put through. You had water tanks for your water, and, and it was just great. You know? Wow. And, yeah, it was just an amazing thing. I saw Star Wars in the local picture theatre that had Hessian. I don't, you know what Hessian is? Hessian oh. bags. Um, oh, and I, and I, I don't even know how to determine. Um, grain, you probably get grain stuffed in it over there. It's it's a light brownie colour. Mm. It's sort of like canvas, but not not as pleasant anyway the seats were made out of that so okay. it was fondly referred to as the flea pit oh gotcha <laughs> but, but i actually saw um the original star wars and rocky horror picture show on a double wow <laughs> that, that that theater back then way back then smoking my head off at 13 you know <laughs> in the back row with the movies yeah i can't i can't see night. a 13 year old kid seeing rocky horror picture show yeah, I know. I did. I snuck in. I told the parents I was going to see Star Wars and Guns of Navarone. <laughs> <laughs> they still never knew till they, the day they passed. They never knew it was Rocky Horror I went to see. <laughs> and then your dad shakes his fist at you and then he passes away. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, man. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So did you see any bands um, like... All of the bands you've you've seen have they all been big like stadium gigs or um some were uh some of my favorite bands I saw live uh of course I mentioned I've seen Journey several times uh U two that was a yeah. uh, that was phenomenal um yeah. I seen um gosh I seen a ton of bands my my very first concert was Johnny Cash back in the 70s oh, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, that that yeah. was that was exciting um yeah. gosh I, I remember seeing adam ant um okay stray cats uh stray eddie, cats i like stray cats yeah yeah, yeah. eddie money um mentioned yeah. him um mm. steely dan bob seeger i don't know oh, yeah, um, yeah, bob yeah. seeger was a great show uh yeah. it's trying i saw i mean yeah, i've seen she, so many shows she, Van Halen, I've seen with David Lee Roth and with Sammy Hagar, Bon Jovi. Um, <laughs> I'm not Cinderella. liking you now. <laughs> <laughs> bon Jovi and Cinderella. That was I've seen Bon Jovi probably three times. Um, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So there's yeah, cool. there's a there's a lot of a lot of bands. A lot of bands. Yeah. Cheap Cheap Trick was also big here. Cheap and, Trick, uh, yes, I've seen Cheap Trick a couple quo. times. Status, status quo, quo i i know of and I, I i do like some of their music but they were never big over here at all okay yeah they were pretty big here for a while yeah, yeah. cheap trick um, was always big here dream police and all that sort of stuff yeah now i remember seeing the first time i saw cheap trick they opened for reo Speedwagon. i don't know if you know all who right, they are yeah. at all and yeah yeah sure do yeah. they they blew them away it's like reo should not have even come out and then really? the next time I saw them, they opened for Def Leppard. Again, okay. yeah. they were better than Def Leppard. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> how in the world? Yeah, but Cheap Trick is one of those bands. I've seen them probably three times, I'm thinking. And they were yeah. they, they put on a great, great show. Robin Zander has got 
the rock and roll voice. Like if you had to have a rock and roll voice, he's got it. So, yeah, sure. so like when they made that '70s show a few years ago, is that a a thing over there? A show called that '70s um, yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so Cheap Trick does the opening theme. Like they couldn't have picked a better guy to to do a you know to do something like that just because his voice just you know fits the times so well. Yeah, our our TV shows I'll just touch on quickly that they mimicked the American shows I believe things like uh, Family Feud. Yep. Uh, Wheel of Fortune. Uh huh. You had that. You had that, didn't you? Oh gosh, yes. That's st- that's still a popular show today. Mostly old yeah. people watch it, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Sale of the Century. I don't know whether you had that over there. We had that here. Um, uh, blankety Blanks. Uh, what else? Uh, the one. Oh, I can't think. Can't think now. But yeah, there was a lot that copied you guys pretty mm-hmm. much um, to the letter. And then we've got shows like had shows like David Letterman and um, Oh yeah, Carson. Carson and things like that. So the, you know, those guys time. were big there. Um, Letterman is, yeah, yeah. Letterman is or was, yeah. Um Because yep. uh, we we had a few guys try to do the late night variety shows, but never seemed to work out. They'd last a couple of years and then go by the wayside, and mm-hmm. they'd get another guy try it again. Um, Rove McManus was one guy that tried it, mm-hmm. and he went for about five years. But yeah, they, they we just get yours rehashed pretty much (laughs) which they could probably get for cheap it's like why do our own show let's get this thing from america and we'll just play david letterman and yeah well we get letterman and we get the guy is it the tonight show that johnny carson used to do and now yeah johnny carson went to jay leno now it's uh jimmy fallon jimmy fallon yeah that's the guy yeah and we had of course miami vice was huge here i always wanted okay yeah <laughs> we all wanted to have Don Johnson's clothes in his cars and stuff. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, we were making so fun of him a couple weeks great. ago. We were talking about um summertime songs and Don Johnson made a song called Heartbeat. I know. It's terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. <awful>. And uh <laughs> we were making fun of that a couple weeks ago. So when you bring him up here it makes me laugh. <laughs> yeah. Did you know Eddie Murphy made a song too? Party all the time. It was a huge yeah. hit here. <laughs> was it really? It was huge. Oh, yeah, I God. think I, I want to guess it was top ten, maybe. Um, wow, I don't but, even think they released it. Eh? Oh, <laughs> they they did. It, well, it's because Rick James produced it and and did a oh, lot of okay. the singing yeah. on it. So yeah, it it was a, a collaboration. Yeah, so it was it was pretty big. He did he had another one on his comedy album called Boogie in Your Butt. So. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that was okay. that that was a funny one. Uh yeah, so um yeah, Party All the Time went to number two here in nineteen eighty five. Wow. So um uh, yeah, and the uh, other Australian shows you said might not have been over there. Prisoner. Did nope. you guys ever get that? that uh-uh. was, uh, a a women's prison. Life life about life in a women's prison and you know, the ongoing weekly routine of prison. Um, and then Neighbours, you guys got that, I think, didn't you? With Kylie Minogue in Neighbours, she started out uh, as an actress in Neighbours with um, Jason Donovan <laughs> and Kylie Minogue, Neighbours it was called, uh, The Flying Doctors. Wait, um, Kylie, because... Kylie Minogue. Yep. Gorgeous. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> she, I mean, she had her yeah. hit with locomotion back in the eighties and she kind of fell off the map for a few years. And mm. then she came back later as a grown up model or whatever. And she's yeah. just adorable. Yeah. Well, she just did that like emotion just for a joke. And then people, then they said, "Oh, hang on, you can do something with this." Yeah, let, let's make money. <laughs> so, yeah, as long as it'll make the so money, they'll sister, do it. Sister Danny did the same thing, and the, quite a few uh, Australian singers have come out of that show. Neighbours, um, okay. Delta Goodrum, I don't know whether you heard of her over there. Yeah, nope. No, okay. she's she's great over here. Um, oh. Yeah, I, I can't think of others at the moment, but yeah. Um, Country Practice was another uh, series here. Um, it was about a, a, a doctor's practice in the country, basically. Um, flying doctors, as I said earlier, that was about... Because um, in the remote parts of Central Australia, they don't have doctors. So they got the Royal Flying Doctor Service, which they have a little Cessna, and they go around once a week to all these um, remote little towns and okay. that's that's the that's their doctor the royal flying doctor gotcha and they vi they visit the, the little townships once a week and yeah, if need be they call up on the the two-way radio and get them to come out in an emergency and get them on the plane and get them get them to the capital city huh so yeah that's sounds interesting thing. yeah yeah so here's yeah, it's a, a it's a big Big lots of empty space in the middle of Australia. It's basically yeah. 90 percent of the settlements along the coastline. Mm -hmm. Yeah, all the way around, mainly on the east coast, uh, wow. Western Australia, basically just around the Perth area, and there's a couple of mining operations up on the the northern tip. Okay, so but yeah, basically all down the east coast. Here's I wanted to run a couple of TV shows by you that were that were very popular here, which I don't yep. know if they're international hits or not. So you tell me if you heard of them. Okay. So the Cosby show. Yep. Um, family ties. Yeah. Loved it. Uh, J Fox. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers. Yes. Yeah. Ted um, Danson and um, the blonde haired chick. I don't know. Shelly like. Long. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that it. was, that was probably my favorite <laughs> 80s show. Um, let's okay. see. Uh, Night Court. That. Yeah, not to us, not to that was on like 11 o'clock at night. That was more of a filler than anything. MASH okay. was huge here. Okay. Uh, Three's Company? Is that a. Yeah, that one? was here. Not a, not, a, not a big thing. Okay. Um, Saved, Saved by the Bell was here. Oh, yeah. Um, was that the one that had Urkel in it, or was that another one again? No, that was Family Matters. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that Saved was, by the that Bell was, was, was like Zach Morris and, yep. and all the kids in high school. So, um, that's right. What about yeah. like Dallas? Dallas, yeah, Dallas and um, uh, Dynasty or Dynasty, Dynasty, say, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Dynasty, <laughs> Knott's Landing. Um, yeah, yeah. What about like uh, Dukes of Hazard? You ever hear of that show? Oh, yeah, love it. Love really, it. Yeah. I always wonder. Oh, yeah, because it, it's it's such an American show. Uh, specifically yeah. about the the you know the south you know the, yeah, yeah, the southern, redneck southern United. yeah exactly <laughs> so i'm just wondering like yeah. does does the humor translate over would they be yeah, interested yeah, in yeah, all yeah it was great yeah we used to have a friday night i think a lineup was um jukes of hazard fantasy island uh-huh um oh, what else 
love boat was in there somewhere. That was yep. huge here as well. That's funny. Yeah, so basically, yeah, we pretty much stole all your shows or <laughs> you know syndicated what? them over here, yeah. Because years later, you and me could be sitting here talking about them. So, exactly. That's right. <laughs> all right. Well, we're we're about out of our, our allotted time here. So um, any closing comments, anything that you would like to uh, – I, I will encourage everybody, uh, search for Living in the 80s. Um, I have posted their page on our page before. So go hit it up. Uh, Marty will be the guy that approves you or disapproves you. Um, I'll, yeah. I'll give him a heads up on some of you idiots out there, not to let you. In. <laughs> <laughs> I kid, I kid. But uh, so, anything else you want to add, Marty, before we take off? No, it's been great. It's been a, been a pleasure, and uh, finding out the the cultural differences. You know, although they're very similar, there are a couple of things that are, that are different. You know, um, like our, our peanut, our peanut butter, as you call it, was always called peanut paste. Peanut paste. Yeah, instead huh. of peanut butter. We've I could, got I could chips. see where, because there's no butter in it, I could see why that would be called peanut paste. <laughs> so that yeah, sense. yeah. <laughs> we've oh. got chips, you got fries. Uh-huh. Uh, we've got tomato sauce, you got ketchup. And yep. I could go I could go on all day, just these <laughs> differences. <laughs> it's, it's funny, but no, I had a great time. Thank you very much for offering uh, to have me on, Rob. Oh, no problem. So before we take off, um, like our outro song here is going to be um, uh, Hoodoo Gurus with What's My Scene. So this is a song that Marty uh, was telling me about and uh, I had to look it up and wonderful song. Absolutely wonderful song. So we're going to do that and Marty, can you give us a good day, mate, before you take off? Good day, mate. Have a great day. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Have a good one. Thanks, mate. Bye. a knife. That's a knife.